And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating. Friday, as we head into the weekend, not being afraid if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord first. Now, follow what I'm going to do here. One of my passions is to figure out how to best please the Lord, and I know that I will fall short in my own strength. In truth, I don't worry too much about impressing God with my works, because I know who I am, (laughs) a sinner entirely dependent on the grace and mercy of God, but I find the mystery of faith astounding. Somehow, through my belief in him and believing him, He's pleased. So faith is this ticket. It's the chosen vehicle that God has selected. And it is by faith that that faith comes through God that the impossible becomes possible. Now listen, because you're going to hear me say next, and the whole thing's going to sound exactly the same. (laughs) So just listen. One of my passions is to figure out how to best please the Lord. I know that I will fall short in my own strength. In truth, I don't worry too much about impressing God with my works because I know who I am, a sinner entirely dependent on the grace and mercy of God. But I find the mystery of faith astounding. Somehow through my believing in him and believing in him and believing him, he's pleased. So faith is my ticket. It is the chosen vehicle by which God has selected, and it is by faith and a faith that comes through God that the impossible becomes possible. And I read that twice on purpose. Finally, we are often taught to pay attention to the things around us. This is not a new approach to living. What is novel is to pay attention to ourselves and the people around us. And you'll understand what I'm talking about when we get there. Keep an eye on you. No hypocritical judging. It's not that there's no judging. There's no hypocritical judging. Or we're going to get smacked by God. And forgiveness must be a generosity of ours towards those who do repent every time. Because that's what the Lord requires of us. That's what the scripture says. So that's the place you can say, thus saith the Lord. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oeve. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show. David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. You can text us during the show, live during the show. Nothing will happen. 
Nothing weird will happen, at least that not that we're aware of. Uh, you can text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. Wow. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to... Dynamite D! Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite! Dynamite! Yeah, you can't beat that. Now, here's the deal. Talking to, to Dynamite D is like eating ice cream on your couch at midnight in your PJs. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's like, leave me alone. I'm in my pajamas. I'm on my couch. I'm watching TV. I'm eating ice cream. Leave me alone. That's what it's like. And so the bottom line is this. Maybe you've got a prayer request or a praise report. I don't know. Maybe you just want to share something. Maybe it's on your heart and on your mind. Now, we have ta- we have touched it. The one thing, the one caveat we kind of drop in is it's not a kvetch fest. It's not a place just to call up and go, okay, there are shows for that. We're just not designed that way. What we're designed to do is just encourage each other to take 90 minutes out of the day and go, let's apply the scripture. Let's laugh a little. Let's do our best. Let's smile. We're go- not just going into the weekend, but we go into every day of life, and we think we can do this hand in hand, blessing each other, strengthening each other, Loving on the Lord and loving on one another. That's what we're doing. Okay? People are like, well, what about your denominational backgrounds? Here's my response. What about it? <laughs> see, see, when you're a Baptist, when <laughs> you have a Baptist ordination and a Pentecost ordination and you're Jewish, yeah, it's just. Same thing that happened at Bible college. Both both the Pentecostal and the and the Baptist Bible college. They're like, okay. <laughs> that was my that was the response they gave me. Okay. That's fair. Uh, bottom line is this. Reach out to us. We want to be a blessing to you. We want you to be a blessing to us. We want to strengthen one another. Hebrews 3.25, Hebrews 10.25, taking care of one another, encouraging one another, and strengthening one another. True or false, oh yeah, trivia, true or false, a Roman centurion was an officer in charge. Now we're talking about the most basic definition, so don't get weird on me. True or false? The Roman centurion was an officer in charge of 100 men. True or false? There you go. Well, you're looking for something, really, aren't you? No, you're not getting it. Uh, 972-445-0770. That's the number to call. If you do call that number, you will talk to uh, Dynamite D. Just get that ready. See, we moved him from dynamic to dynamite. No problem, right? It's even better, isn't it? I like it. Yep. Yeah, I like it, too. That's good. Because it's got a nice little flow and... You know, a little more up for us. Uh, also, you can text in 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at he must org. Again, true or false, not making it complex, a Roman centurion, hence the hint, a Roman centurion was an officer in charge of 100 men. There you go. If you think you know the answer, we want you to reach out to us. Let me give you a couple of updates, and we'll get into the teaching. Um, I need uh, – well, we need to pray for the audience because that's one of the things that we like to do. We want to pray for the audience. We want to pray for everybody who's connected to us. We want to pray that the Lord will help everybody in the most specific possible way of uh, encouragement and healing. So we're going to pray that first, and then we'll go into some of the other stuff. So let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. I just was really moved, Lord, as you know, this morning, uh, thinking about John and thinking about Nola and thinking about, you know, 
some of our people like Gary and Ace and some of the other people that are really struggling and not just physical, but some emotional things and some, you know, marital struggles. And some people are really struggling with their spouses. And Lord, it's just the burden of it. It's the heaviness of it that we cannot carry on our own. And so we just, we're just giving this to you because we need you to be the miracle God. We need you to be, as the song says, the way maker. We need you to be the deliverer in our situations. We need your healing. We need your help. We're not trying to do anything weird. We're just trying to follow you step by step. Please hear our petitions as we lay them at your feet and trust you because you are perfect and you are awesome. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so, uh, and you guys, I, I just encourage you guys to continually pray for one another because it's just an important thing to do. Uh, last, and then I'm going to go into the teach, true or false, a Roman centurion. <laughs> see, 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 this is Here's your, a Roman centurion was an officer in charge of a hundred men. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. bunch of people texting in. And then you can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Here is the thing. We'll probably go a little long on this because I'm one of those people that I, I, I can hear it. And I've been doing this for four, almost 45 years as a Christian. So for those that don't know, that's not actually a long time to be a Christian, but it's a long time to be a Christian when you were 86 from your family and you and your brother are the only two people and the rest of the family doesn't talk to you for 45 years. That's long. <laughs> then it becomes long, right? And a little longer than children of Israel were in the desert. So now it's getting to be long. That seems long, right? All right. And I have sought to understand much of what the Lord does. So let's go ahead and get that phone call for that person that's going to call in, and we'll have them answer. But I have sought to really please God. Uh, I have done uh, many—I think I've done many works that I thought were pleasing to the Lord. Uh, I've tried a ton of things trying to find that uh, that process in. And it always comes back to this one thing. So after we have the caller come through and answer the trivia question, we're going to come back to this. It always comes back, just like Oral Roberts said uh, like 30 years ago when I watched him teach, it always comes back to the central point. And we're going to get to that in just a second. But in the meantime, let's send that person through on trivia. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Um, hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you today? I'm doing great today. We dropped the kids off at my son's house. We are we are we are grandchildless, which normally people would be sad about, but after twelve or thirteen days I'm not. <laughs> I'm not lying about it. I'm just telling you. It's like the dog the dogs are like the dogs are like eating regular again. It's like, okay, this is good. No, no doubt. I pray for your dogs too as well as your family. Yeah, and they're they're great. I love that we didn't know how Birdie would do with the kids. He was fantastic. They loved him. He was fantastic. We didn't know. So he's really, oh, really good great. with kids. Yeah, we were really, really happy about that. So they, they really ran the route. They, like I said, they first got to the house. They were terrified. And then within an hour, they were terrorizing. 
<laughs> so it's like, <laughs> it went that fast. You know, it's like, wow, that's fast. All right, here you go. True or false? A Roman centurion was an officer in charge of 100 men. True or false? I believe that to be true. That is correct, Amundo! And so now you just got to think about it. It's like that he's a centurion, which a century is 100 years. <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah, there you go. But that's what I thought. So exactly. I just went for it. <laughs> exactly correct. Excellent job. Great job answering that. That is 100% correct. Great. And y'all have a good weekend, okay? All right. You too. God bless you. God bless. Bye bye. All right. Uh, we're going to go a little long because it doesn't really matter. Because how could it matter? Do you guys care? Who cares? Really? I know. Listen, some of the fills are good. Sometimes I get a catch of breath during the fills, so they're important. But I'm not doing that right now, so let's just go back to this. Okay, so in this pursuit of wanting to passionately please the Lord, uh, I've tried a lot of things. I've tried a lot of things in ministries. For those that don't know, I was uh, I was involved in, a, in in helping people in a deliverance ministry. Then I was in every pastorate position there. <laughs> Everyone except for online pastor, because back then we didn't have an online. So that's all I'm going to say. But in all these pursuits and then in all of the business pursuits and all of the family pursuits and all of the other pursuits, I've always sought. And I think a lot of people do this. Hey, I I really do want to please you. I want to do the right things. I want to function the right way. And I catch myself in a loop always in performance like how do i say this like i evaluate myself you know a lot based on performance which is not in it's not its fullness entirety incorrect but the problem is my evaluation of my performance is probably inaccurate only god really has the ability to judge since he knows every nuance and every time I come before the Lord and I seek him on this and I talk to him and I do this time and time and time again, it always comes back to the same principle that the Lord is looking from, for looking for me to operate in. He knows whether I will or won't, but it all comes down to, to this. This Hebrews 11.1, 1, not the 11.6, I know that's what pleases the Lord, but operating in this. Faith is the confidence that we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Let me read a few different translations. Faith is the confidence that we hope for will actually happen and gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. King James. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And it always comes back to, do you got faith? And I'm not talking about the, one, the, the initial saving faith, although you have to have that to, 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 to you know, be a part of the kingdom. So I'm not saying anything negative about that. I'm talking about the continual, I believe in God, and now I am going to believe God. See that difference? Do you think Satan believes there's a God? Of course he does. But he doesn't believe God. And the idea behind this is that we operate in a principle of faith regarding him. 
relating to him in connection to him. So I've told you before, and I'll share it again. Uh, actually, Dynamite D hasn't heard any of this stuff, so he'll he might find some of this fascinating. So when I was a younger boy, and we didn't have any pastors or anything, it was just us four Jewish guys, all Christians within 30 days of one another, all from Detroit, Michigan, all getting saved in Phoenix, Arizona, which is like, hello, right? Kind of bizarre, right? So we, I remember saying, Lord, I know I'm lacking something. I'm just missing something. I need some help. I'm not, I'm not getting this. I'm not getting this. And I had that dream and that the four of us were at Hobo Joe's, which is a restaurant in Phoenix, Arizona, at 20th Street and Thomas. And we all were got menus. And my menu said, Today, today's daily special is in a dream. Uh, uh, Dave, just what you were asking for and just what you're lacking. You know, this is what you need. And I opened the flap and it said, More faith. And I went, okay, I know what I'm having for lunch. And it's like, <laughs> like, and the idea is to understand that God is trying to get us to believe him, even though he's given 10,000 witnesses. We often go, what have you done for me lately? And that, that's the sad thing believe God. Have that faith. We talked about having a bulldog faith, I think about two days ago. Believe God. Expect because your faith is the vehicle God has chosen and he wants you to be a believer. So believe him. But Dave, my circumstance is beyond my control. Perfect. Then only God can do it. Believe him for it. Right? All right. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Here we go. Let me give you an update on Easton Scott. A lot of tough stuff that my daughter and my son-in-law have been going through. Uh, I did send an email out. I don't know if, Julie, if you got the email I or did. not. I did. I sent it out to everybody. So he was going through 20 and 30 seizures per episode, and they've got that down to a dramatically less amount. But the sad news is that from a medical point of view— uh, Easton does not, it does not appear as, according to the doctors, that he will be able to speak or will be able to care for himself. Oh. And so what the result of that is, is that Julianne and Jared, my son-in-law and my daughter, have recognized that God has put them in a position to be the best parents, to love Easton Scott with all that they can and give them the best life that they can. But while that's going on, they're not going to stop believing that something can change. And the doctors even said... This is territory we don't even know. Right, because this, this is a problem that not very many people have had. So Very few. Everybody is different. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, they have like 230 total cases in the world that they have records on, which is like, so they're like, we don't know. Right. And it's like, so I, I just want to read this one thing my daughter wrote. It's a fantastic. She wrote this, uh, you know, it's not easy to sit there and write a Facebook post that tells all the things you've been going through. And so I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to read the last paragraph because I thought that was really significant. She wrote, scientifically, Easton does not have much of a chance. His best case scenario is he may possibly be able to walk and say three to five words one day. But God can help him. He's not afraid of impossible odds. And if Easton is healed one day, there will be no question as to where it comes from. It will not be because of therapy. And it will not be because of medication or diet. It will be because of God's 
undeniable healing power. So in the meantime, we choose to raise a hallelujah and trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. Now, the the idea that it's going to be simple and everything's going to be great and they're trying to make pie in the sky, that doesn't exist at all. If you read this, and, and I think Wonder Julie can attest to it, she tells you this is ugly. This, right. this is a not a good situation. It's going to change our lives. He's never going to be able to be unattended. It doesn't look good. And, you know, as a parent, you're heartbroken. They have two other children. They don't want to have any loss in their communication with their kids, but they're going to have to give extra attention. They were going to have a fourth child. They're not sure they're going to do that now. So you got a lot of things in play. But what you can't deny is that my I, I will take I won't take credit, but I'll stand in there as a grandparent and as a parent and say, what a fantastic position of faith that my daughter has grown into. She has made the determination that she will do the best that she can as a human being to give this child the best life she can, and she will not quit hoping. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. So funny listening to that music coming back. I was listening to that music driving down to the the studio. <laughs> just Phil King. I love the what-a-day stuff. Anyway, just it's just like he's just, you know, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's just... I could I could tell you a good music. Oh, he, he this guy too was just I mean, oh, it's just lights out. Anyway, uh so on that last fill you guys heard, I know that we were past that. In other words, they've already had another baby. In fact, baby on is is actually in Texas right now with uh, the rest of the family. Uh the idea though and the reason that we kept it in play is for you to understand that that faith that Julianne had, that didn't change. She has maintained that faith. God has worked with her faith, doing miraculous things. Easton is a thousand times better than they ever thought he was going to be. And they already had another baby. And it's just like, it's just like, uh, you just, and the reason I want to keep it in there is because I want you to understand that it was her faith and Jared's faith before the Lord, believing the Lord for miraculous things that enabled them. And it's just like, that's so cool. How's that not? That's stuff you need to be aware of. That's the kind of stuff. Okay. All right. Uh, does she have the, uh, is there a, a, horn, a warning? Is there a warning sound on there? I think there's a warning button to see if you can find it. You got it? Play the warning button real quickly. Yeah, we got a warning and we got a buzzer. Let's go. Wanna go no, with go the, the warning. warning. Go the warning. Yeah. You, you can see we're spending a lot more money on our sounds. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, here you go. Uh, what happened to all of Pharaoh's chariots as they chased the Israelites? So when the children of Israel were being chased down by the army of Pharaoh, uh, you kind of know the conclusion. But what happened to the chariots? Okay, that's a big, big difference between... Uh, point A and point B. What happened to the chariots? 
as they were chasing down Israel, Pharaoh and his army. If you think you know, see, this is a good trivia question. So if you think you know, 972-445-0770 would be the number to call. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. What happened to the chariots? I didn't say the army. I said the chariots when they were chasing Israel down. In the meantime, I've got a whole bunch of jokes, and uh, we're just messing up our time, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we're paying for the show. It's okay. All right, ready? Okay. <clears throat> you ready for this one? This is, these are some good jokes. You get, you get your buzzer ready. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. You still get to evaluate. Okay, Dynamite D, you get to choose whether anybody agrees with you or disagrees with you. It doesn't matter. Okay, just let you know. All right. Uh, first one's just cute, then the other two are brilliant. A teacher asked the kindergartners, can a bear take his warm overcoat off? No, they answered. Why not? The teacher asked. Finally, after a long silence, a little fellow spoke up and says, because only God knows where the buttons are. <laughs> it's cute. Okay. This one's hilarious, and I really want to just insert. In fact, I will insert my granddaughter's name in this because it seems just appropriate. Uh, a uh, six-year-old girl named Addiebug used to reply to uh, statements made to her with, I know. For example, the world is round. She would say, I know. People should always tell the truth. She would say, I know. One day, the girl's brother said to her, you always answer, I know. What's wrong with that, asked the girl. Well, the brother said, only God knows everything. Addiebug replied, I know. <laughs> Come on, you guys. All right. All right. <laughs> Did you think it was funny? All right, I thought. All right, here's the last one. This is a good one. If you're not listening, that's, you're going to miss a good one. A journalist assigned to Jerusalem, uh, the Jerusalem Bureau took an apartment overlooking the Wailing Wall. Every day she looked out to see an old Jewish man praying vigorously. So the journalist went down and introduced herself to the old man. She asked, you come every day to the wall. How long have you been doing that? How long have you been praying? The old man says, I have been coming here every day for 25 years. In the morning, I pray for world peace and then for the brotherhood of man. And then I go home and have a cup of tea. Then I come back and I pray for the eradication of illness and the diseases from the earth. The journalist was amazed. How does it make you feel to come here every day for 25 years and pray for things like that? The old man looked at her and said, like I'm talking to a wall. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on, people. Okay. All right. That's all I got for you. Uh, what's our trivia question? <laughs> like I'm talking to a wall. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, what happened to all of Pharaoh's chariots when they chased the Israelites in? If you think into the water, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, send an email, david at he must increase. Dot org. Everything going okay? We're going to go into our next teaching, so I want you to keep an eye on it. Here you go. Yeah, here's the, the teaching. Ready? It's called You Have To. You Have To. Okay? Uh, Luke 17, 3 through 4. Pay attention to yourself. 
If your brother sins, rebuke him. If he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. Okay, this is an important portion of scripture. Jesus says, pay attention to yourself. There's, this is not about selfishness or self-functioning uh, self, uh, attitudes or whatever. This is about being aware of our own self that if your brother sins against you or your sister sins against you and they repent, and even if it's seven times a day or 70 times a day, you got to forgive them. Here's the interesting part of this. It says, keep an eye on yourself, Jesus said, because the, the idea behind this is for us to understand. Pay attention to yourself. If you rebuke, in other words, you challenge, you chide, you admonish, you say, hey, this is what the Scripture says. You're not trying to crush people to pieces. When you tell people that there's something going on that's wrong or they're doing wrong, you're not trying to destroy them. You're trying to help them. And what a lot of Christians do is they point out faults and then they go, you're doing this wrong. <laughs> Like it's some kind of victory. It's not a victory. It's sad. And when we're doing something wrong, it's sad. It's when somebody has to re rebuke us, it's sad. In other words, it's not a victory to point out that somebody else is doing something wrong. And we're not trying to crush people. We're trying to love people. And love, listen, this is a part of love. Don't touch that hot stove. No, don't touch that hot stove. If you touch it, you will burn yourself. That's a rebuke and a warning. That's love. But seven times, Jesus says, says seven times somebody sins against you in a day, and they turn, which means that there's a repentance. Seven times. You must forgive them. If somebody comes and asks for your forgiveness— you don't get to say this. This is the one thing people like to say. Ready? Well, I forgive you, but I'll never forget. Funny, because the Bible says love keeps love keeps no record of wrongs. So, okay, that doesn't work. And forgiveness is not saying, I forgive you, but I'll never forget. That's not forgiveness. That's chalking one up against their account. Wow. You can't do that. You can't say, I'm keeping an account. And you've done two things wrong to me. You do one more thing wrong to me. Boy, you're out of here. If God did that to you, you'd have been gone when you were eight. <laughs> so let's pull that back. We must forgive because we've been forgiven. Okay. All right. Trivia question. What happened to the Pharaoh's chariots as they chased the Israelites? The wheels came off. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. Round and round. The wheels came off of their chariots before God drowned them. The irony behind that is people don't even see that as a miracle. Really? All of the wheels, like every car in their entire, all their tanks, all, their, all the wheels came off. I would have thought that right then and there. People would have gone, uh-oh, we got a problem. All right, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 
the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Hey, jingity-jing, it's Dominic the donkey, jingity-jing, the Italian Christmas donkey, la, 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 oh, that is, la, yeah. la, 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 you asked for zany, my friend. Uh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. So we, being not completely unlike you know, Christmas vacation in Chevy Chase and so on and so forth. We we got a really big tree, slapped it up on the car. Of course, it scratched the car to no end. Remember, I'm Jewish and I'm trying to follow the Christmas holiday. It's got nothing to do with my Christianity. I like Christmas. I like the season and so on and so forth. I have no problem celebrating any specific time, picking a time. And we're as close as we can be celebrating the birth of Christ. It's awesome. It's a great time of year. But you're talking about me fighting a tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I'm fighting the tree, and I hack off a few branches. And unfortunately, what I hacked off with the with the axe wasn't enough because I was right there again holding the Christmas tree with my feet on the door trying to pull it in. Hey, you know what? The Christmas tree was not coming in. So you know what I did? I hacked off a few more pieces. But then, instead of just trying to pull the tree in, I hacked off a few more pieces. By this point, I have decided that Christmas is a pagan holiday that only people who are supporting Christmas presents have created, and Jewish people who believe in Jesus should not be celebrating Christmas, and I'm crashing the tree, and I've got the act up, and I'm crushing it, and I'm going to get this tree in, and you would not believe it, but after doing that for 15 minutes, I still could not get the tree in the house. Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. All right, we've got a trivia question. Then we're going to fire up to the website. Then we're going to do our history. Here's your trivia question. Who gave this piece of advice in the New Testament. Ready? Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Okay, now obviously it's a verse, so it's not really just advice. That's just a way to phrase the question. Uh, who wrote that, though? Uh, double points if you can tell me uh, who wrote that and what book it's in or what letter it's in. Who, uh, who uh, penned it? Do not let the sun go down on your anger. 
If you think you know, you can call in our number, 972-445-0770. You can text in, 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. You're going to send you up to the website. I can tell you this, that, or whatever. There's cool stuff on the website. Please consider being an ambassador. We'd be glad to send you some of our brochures. They're kind of cool. They're free, so it won't cost you anything. So let us know. We'll be glad to send them out to you. Plus, that's a place to give, and that's very helpful in ministry. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Praise report. Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Hey, you got it there. I mean, at least you got there. <laughs> right? Yeah, just that happens, right? It, it was playing. It was it down. <laughs> <laughs> it was playing. The volume was down. See? See, it's not easy always to do it all together. You got to, like, coordinate everything. All right, uh, trivia questions. Don't forget that, though. So if you want to be an ambassador, in fact, I, I should probably give a brochure or two to uh, Dynamite D so he can see what it is so he can, he can tell people, yeah, yeah, you should get that. Uh, and that's what I'll tell him to say and see if he wants to say that. <laughs> okay. Uh, who wrote, do not let the sun go down on your anger. That is a scripture. And you guys should know that scripture because there's a reason for that scripture. And ironically, we just talked about forgiving one another. So there's a big part of connection to that. If you think you know, then I would encourage you to either call in 972-445-0770 or text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will do our history. Let's go Okie dokie, artichokey. Today is bald and free day. <laughs> See, I am bald by choice, Okay. And even if I wasn't, I'd be happy because I wouldn't have to shave my head, so I'd be okay with that. So I don't have a problem with that. Today is Acts of Poetry Day. Everybody knows our famous poem here at uh, at our show. Roses are reddish, violets are bluish. If it wasn't for Jesus, you'd all be Jewish. Okay. And then also, uh, it's uh, pumpkin National Pumpkin Seed Day. It's bathtub day, and I'm a big fan of bathtubs. Just going to tell you. I don't care. I like bathtubs. And then uh, that's that. Uh, additionally, in 1916 on this day, 1916 on this day, so, so it's 1916, October 7th. The most lopsided victory ever in college football took place where Georgia Tech defeated Cumberland University 222 to nothing. <laughs> Would you not have left after 100, 100 to nothing? Would you not have gone, yeah, it's even enough. No mercy rule? <laughs> no, no mercy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, it wasn't Little League. There's no mercy rule. <laughs> well, this is why they should have had the mercy rule. Exactly why. Uh, 1951, on this day, the third government of Israel was formed by David Ben-Gurion. 1984, uh, NFL running back Walter Payton broke Jim Brown's career rushing record. And then in 1996, on day, this day, the Fox News Channel was introduced for the first time. 
All right, that's that. That's that. Once more on the Triv, and then we're going to go into the teach. Here we go. Who wrote, do not let the sun go down on your anger? Who wrote that? You think you know? 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Luke chapter 17 says this. Verse 7, will any one of you who has a servant plowing or keeping sheep say to him when he has come into the field, come at once and recline at my table? Will he rather not say to him, prepare supper for me and afterwards you can eat and drink? Does he thank the servant because he did what was commanded? So you also, when you've done all that you were commanded, say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done what was our duty. So Jesus, in teaching this, is teaching quite straight, quite forward, that a worker doesn't receive guest hospitalities. Okay, you understand how that works? It's like, okay, a guy's working, right? So uh, let's just use this as an example. You have a 40-hour work week, okay? You work 40 hours. You put your time in. You punch your clock. They don't throw you a celebration going, man, you did it. You did a 40-hour work week. Here's a party for you. And, in fact, you never have to work again. Okay, that, that, <clears throat> that doesn't happen, okay, for those that don't know. That's doing our jobs, and that doing our job thing uh, usually, wait, wait, tell me if I'm wrong about this, usually gets you a paycheck, not a thank you, <laughs> right? I mean, not a thank you card anyway. Some people do say thank you, okay? And what Jesus is saying is you are working for the kingdom, you're doing stuff, and that's awesome. And I want you to know it's awesome because of your relationship with the Father. But when you've done the kingdom stuff, at least recognize this right off the bat. We're the ones who are lucky to work for God. He's not lucky to have us. Does it, I, I want to make sure that that makes sense to people. In other words, or better phrased, we do things in the kingdom and we're blessed to participate with God in it. But he's not lucky to have us. And there's too many people that go to church or do ministries or, in fact, are a part of fellowship groups or whatever, and they're just thinking, the church is lucky to have me. And I can tell you right now that every single person who has ever genuinely thought that is not on a I am impressed list with God. I don't care if you're a multi-trillionaire and you go and you give 30%. If you think the church is lucky to have you, you're lost. You've missed it. You are blessed to be even close to the kingdom of God. There is no deservedness. It's a gift. Sometimes it's better for us just to be quiet and say thank you. Nothing else. Because anything else is going to lead to trouble. <laughs> okay. All right. The trivia uh, question. Oh, somebody's calling in right now just as we were going to. Oh, see? See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stretch it out. I'm going to stretch it out. I, I could tell you another joke, but it wouldn't be nice. So I'm going to give them that opportunity. 
into the trivia question. Watch, I'm going to stall. Duh, da, 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 da. Here's hand puppets. That's finger puppets, actually, not hand puppets, because I don't have uh, actual hand puppet, but I can use fingers. Uh, keep in mind that we've got some new books that we are going to be going into, so I'm excited about that, probably in the Corinthians and so on and so forth. Okay, let's uh, send the person on through. Knock, knock, this is David. Who am I talking to? David, this is Joy Ann. I'm I'm loving the show. <laughs> I'm so glad. You so guys fun. are crazy. You guys brought all that stuff. I sent Noah pictures uh, of all that. She was like, they are nutty cuckoo. I said, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to tell them. We're just trying to be like our Heavenly Father because in the Bible it says over 2,000 times that God gave. And we we can't outgive God, and we can't outgive you. I mean, you've inspired and built us up so much in the past two and a half years. And I will say quickly, when I met Jennifer this morning, um, I told her, you know, your show is what got us hooked onto KAAM. And by the way, we love the two cups, <laughs> one for my twin sister and one for me. But I also want to brag on Dynamite D. Uh, when I got there to the studio this morning, I was probably looking a little bit lost, like where to go to the front door. <laughs> he was so nice. He was so, and he's so adorable, a wonderful young man, great um, handshake, good eye contact. As a school nurse, I recognize excellence in young people when there's that empathy and that connectedness. And so Dynamite D fits that bill for sure. And now you want me to answer the trivia question. Well, you well you can, but 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 you you could bring more gifts. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, just give <laughs> you guys should see. There's like a mountain of gifts she brought. I had to take like six Aww. pictures, and I've already had three Aww. brownies. Thanks a lot, girls. That's Aww, really nice of you. Yeah, you made those. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, All right, y'all share whatever, and what you can't use, just give it away. You got but it. We, um, yeah, we had fun building that, that um, little. It was it was like a food like a food conglomerate. It was like a gift conglomerate or something. It was like huge. It was hilarious. All right, who wrote? Who wrote? Do not let the sun go down on your anger. Well, Cordelia and I were both talking about this. I just drove home. It it, it was the Apostle Paul, and we were trying to figure out where. And it is Ephesians four twenty three. Uh, that is correct of it now. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's 20. No, it's in Ephesians 4. But anyway, it's, it's about, you know, showing kindness and patience and, you know, dads don't exasper, exacerbate your, you know, your children. Don't make them bitter. And and those wonderful. Well, you it's know. Ephesians 4.26. Cornelia just showed me. <laughs> you know what's a, what's amazing about that passage that people don't realize is it's it's not that it says never go to bed angry, but what it is saying is don't nurse anger inside of you because it becomes something altogether different. And it's like that's Amen. an opening for Satan. And it's like no 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 no. We already have enough we're dealing with. Why give him more territory? It's like Amen. yeah. You gotta oh, be careful. Thank you. You yep. yes, and I agree because there is a place for anger, and we're we have a righteous Correct. indignation, but we want to channel that and then not let us you know, let it bitter and bitter our soul. Exactly. So, good, good job. Exactly, Doctor David. <laughs> Excellent job once again, ladies. You are um, at the top of the game, and we greatly appreciate you. your love. Oh, thank 
you. Y'all keep up the good work. Again, welcome Dynamite D. And and he's going to help you carry the stuff to the car. <laughs> yeah, I know he will. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. God bless. Okay. Love y'all. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, oh, they're so nice. See? And see, now Dynamite, you see? Now you see what's going on. So it's kind of like become part of it. Now he's like going, wow, this is getting to be crazy. It's like, <laughs> you can't see nothing yet. But I'm telling you right now. All right, we're going to take our break and then come back. we still got stuff to do. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. Amazing! And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon experience? 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. What happens when he stops following Christ? You stop following him. And what about 2 Corinthians 2.14? Not that we rule over your faith, Paul said. What? not that we rule over your faith. So this whole notion that there's this authority structure and that people have to obey because if they don't obey in every nuance, they're going to be, you know, zapped or whatever. Ours was better. You know what our story was? Ken told the story about past congregations he had, how about people who disobeyed him and spoke evil about them and how God killed them. That's what he told us. In fact, it was true that somebody out of the 110 people out of his three previous churches, let's just, we'll just leave that there. Uh, uh, one person did die. Wow. One out of 110. They picked up a hitchhiker on their way to Flagstaff, Arizona. Hey, I pastored in Flagstaff. And uh, the hitchhiker ended up killing the guy because the guy was a mental case, but uh, can use that after his church was closed 15 years later, saying, see, <laughs> what, what? But we were too dumb to know. So now you have the same guy that told us how to attack a Christian leader, telling us we can no longer attack Christian leaders unless he, the anointed of God, gives us permission. He's in charge, and we can't challenge him or question him. And, oh, by the way, if we talk about the anointed or touch the prophets of God, God will kill us, and he's him. So I, I, he's, he's the one of the anointed, so we can't touch him. Even though none of that is scriptural, none of that is right, and all of that is wackadoodle. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All welcome back 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770. Double A-Man. Hold on. Double A-Man. I like that. Here at uh, KAAM 770, the truth station. KAAMAN. All right. Don't forget, you get there's a lot of good shows on this channel. Uh, ones that follow us, uh, ones immediately that follow us, ones that follow us a little after. It's great shows. You should get a chance to listen to. It's uh, good stuff for you. Okay, and then you can do what I do. I do the same thing with me that I expect you to do with me and everybody else. You process it in. You take it in. The things that you resonate with, you connect to. You draw closer to the Lord in. The things you don't resonate in, you don't worry about. What are you worried about that? Uh, in regards to that last fill, I just want to make sure you understand where it's talking about touching I'm not knowing to do my prophets no harm. It's not that it doesn't say that. It's just the reference is to Israel, not to pastors. <laughs> so you want to keep it in context. God was talking to foreign kings about not touching his people. That's kind of like the thing that happened with Saul when he was persecuting the church. And he said, why, why are you persecuting me? That kind of thing. Okay, last trivia question. Who said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they should be called the sons of God? Everybody should get this. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they should be called the sons of God. Now, you see that thread? The first part of the thread is to be forgiving uh, multiple times. The second part of that thread it, that we talked about is, is not just to have that forgiveness, but don't let anger nurse itself inside of you. And this last part is be a peacemaker, because then you will be a child or a son of God. Who said that? Who said that? That's the key. Blessed are the peacemakers. You should know that. 972-445-0770. Just for those that don't know, I can say it faster. 972-445-0770. Okay. And then also you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Next week's shows are going to be lights out fantastic, I hope. <laughs> I pray they are. I don't know. Okay. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 4, the first part of the verse. Remember we said uh, if you have a verse and it says A, B, C, or D, A would be the first part, B would be the second part, C would be the third part, D would be the fourth part. Remember, Scripture was not written with chapters and verses. Okay, That wasn't added until like, like 1300 or whatever the case might be. So the uh, bottom line is here's Isaiah 25, 4, A, or the first part. It says this, for you have been a defense— for the helpless, a defense for the needy in his distress, and a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to have this person uh, answer the trivia question, and they're, they're ready to answer the trivia question, and then we'll, we'll finalize on this because we only got about three minutes left. So let's send the person on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. This is Stephen. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm kind of running out of time for your Friday show, so I don't have time for the entire Sermon on the Mount. But <laughs> it was Jesus. <laughs> that is correct, sir. You are right. That is the right answer. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Great. <laughs> I don't have time for the whole Sermon on the Mount, but I'll give you what I got. <laughs> 
That is a good one. It was Jesus. That's all I have to say. That's all I need to say. That's all you need to say. That was a great job, brother. That was really funny, too. Excellent way to say that. Good job. Have a wonderful weekend. (laughs) You too. God bless you. Oh, that's so funny. We only had a minute and a half left, and he just got in there and did it perfect. That's amazing. All right, so uh, good job, Stephen. Really good. All right, so let me just go through this because I only got like a minute left, and then we got an 86. So uh, you've been a defense for the helpless, a defense for the needy and his distress, a refuge from the storm, and a shade in the heat. Have you ever felt helpless and hopeless? The God of universe, the universe is your cover. Think of it. He's your cover. Have you ever felt like you were in need to the point of stressing? The God of the universe is your security. Wait a minute. Have you ever felt like uh, there's a constant storm, a barrage of wind and rain? The God of the universe is your shelter. Wait, 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 wait. Has there ever felt like the sun is beating you down and draining your strength? The God of the universe is your sunblock. Let me just say that again. The God of universe is your cover. The God of universe is your security. The God of the universe is your shelter. And the God of the universe is your sunblock. Are you getting the impression when you think of it in those terms that God's got you covered? It's like, let's see, he's, he's covering me uh, from a defense for being helpless, from being in distress, from being in a storm, from being heat, from being a heat stroke. Uh, I'm getting covered. That's right. Here's the hardest thing to remember because we're all scrambling to make it happen ourselves. Stop. God has you covered. I'll close with this. Remember when Jesus fed all the people with the loaves and the fish? You know what he told everybody to do? Sit down. Take a deep breath, everybody. Sit down. Okay? All right. We are done. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one-half hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.